Welcome to Step Up to the Microphone. It's a great day to be alive. Hopefully y'all have had a great day today. Nice hot day in Texas. A very hot day in Texas. Well, Bizarro World's at it again. They're drinking their Mountain Dew. They're all jacked up. And they need a good spanking. They need to be disciplined. Because the things that are going on right now are just insane. And biblical. Let's not forget that part. They're biblical as well. We have some crazy stuff going on in Bizarro World today, and we need to get to the bottom of it. So here we go. When I said it was biblical for Bizarro World today, straight up biblical crazy stuff going on in Jerusalem, Israel. And we probably need to pay attention to it because a lot of prophecy centers around Jerusalem in the end days. So, let's look at what this story is. This comes from the Jewish press. Fire erupts on Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Literally, the Temple Mount is on fire. So, fire erupted on Jerusalem's Temple Mount, the old city adjacent to the Western Wall. The Prime Minister's office said in a statement, the flames were the result of live fireworks that were launched inside the Temple Mount compound. The irresponsible and outrageous behavior has set a tree on fire close to the western wall, said Ofer Gentleman, a spokesperson for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. As it is all, always did, today Hamas fired rockets at Israeli cities and towns. <coughs> Including at Jerusalem for within heavily, heavily populated neighborhoods in the Gaza Strip, Gentleman said. This is a double war crime. Hamas fired at civilians while hiding behind civilians. So Hamas is back up to their old tricks because there's no strong leadership in America to keep them from their old tricks. In fact, there's no leadership in the world at all right now because the world's literally lighting itself on fire from the lack of leadership. We had a good leader. He got screwed. Now we see the repercussions of this and it's happening in Israel. This is biblical, y'all. We need to pay attention. This is not a good sign. On top of that, Hamas is demanding that Israel gives up their claim to the Temple Mount. Why would, why would Israel do that? They have just as much claim to it as the Muslims do. Actually, they have more of a claim to it. But, yeah, they do not want the Jews in there, the Israelites in there. They want the whole Temple Mount to themselves. Again, where is the leadership to put these crooks and terrorists in their places? Israel is fighting their butts off with no help now because this regime isn't gonna lift a finger to help them. They are on their own and they are surrounded by enemies. Do you see the problem here? We should be helping Israel out right now. Yes, they're crooked. Yes, there's bad things that go on there. But they are our ally. So we should treat them like our ally instead of like an enemy. But this president likes to treat them like an enemy because he has no cojones. He falls in line with whatever the left wants him to do. So now the Palestinians have lit the Temple Mountain fire. Rockets have been firing off left and right. 
the Iron Dome has been going nonstop to stop the rockets, to protect Israel. I mean, it's just chaos. Pure chaos. At some point, we need true leaders to stand up and stop this chaos and bring peace. It's not going to happen without a true leader. Without someone with a backbone, a lion. Someone that's going to roar back at them and tell them to stop or else. These attacks in Hamas... Hamas says it suspends a large-scale attack after it claims Israel withdraws from Temple Mount. Yes, they will, they will stop it as soon as Israel gets away from the Temple Mount. Gaza's ruling Hamas terrorist organization said in the wee hours of Tuesday morning that it was a suspending plans for a large-scale attack because Israel has withdrawn its forces from the Temple Mount compound. Hamas gave Israel until 2 a.m., to comply with its order to remove Israeli police officers from the Temple Mount compound. Why would they want to remove their police officers? I wouldn't. Not with the craziness going on. Let's continue. There was no confirmation that Israeli forces really quit the site, which is one of the holiest in Judaism and third holiest in Islam. Despite the, its promise, Hamas continued to launch rockets at southern Israel through the night. A rocket fired from Gaza scored a direct hit on a home in the Shaur Haganev Regional Council District in southern Israel shortly after midnight, Monday night. No one was physically injured, but the house and properties in the surrounding area sustained heavy damage according to Israel's Channel 12 television news. So the same old thing with Hamas. We should have taken them out years ago. Seriously. But, you know, it's hard to do. We have to, we have to do something about this. Because that's what they're wanting to do to America as well. What do you think the election theft was all about? What do you think the attacks on our freedoms are all about? So they can get to Israel. That's always been the goal. But they had to take the big lion out of the way, the big dog off the board, to do it. Well, we're off the board because we have a pansy in chief. That's the truth. Dude doesn't have a backbone. He does whatever he's told to do. So we have a pansy in chief. They're going to attack Israel over and over again. Watch. It's going to happen. And again, we're not going to do anything to help them. Help them. And they're our allies. So expect them to destroy us as well. Also, why is it that Israel cannot defend itself? Or they don't want Israel to be able to defend itself against these attacks? Have you ever thought about that? They literally want the people of God, the chosen people of God be wiped off the planet. Where do the majority of the chosen people of God live? Two countries that I can think of off the top of my head. If you actually think about it, that'd be the United States of America and Israel. So which two countries do they attack the most? The United States of America and Israel. I mean, even Donald Trump said that he supports 100% Israel defending itself, and I do too. Just like America should be able to defend itself against what's happening on the southern border. We should have our National Guard down there in every state keeping that from happening. But we don't. Because, again, we have a pansy in chief. He bows down to the masses. He bows down to his bosses, his elites. The United Nations. That's who he's bowing down to. That's exactly who he's bowing down to. So they can pull off their Agenda 21 and their Agenda 2030 and basically be our totalitarian rulers. 
you don't believe me look them up read them they will freak you out they use nice language to make it sound good but it's not good at all also pull up the iron dome defense system videos that they've got for israel right now they're crazy they're having to fire rockets off every seems like 30 seconds in order to defend themselves against hamas we need to pray for israel right now we really do we need to pray for them and pray for our country that we get over the debacle we're in so let's get into to another story here's a crazy story off the western journal and this is kind of sick as well and this brings race into it and i hate that because we are all one race different ethnicities one race remember that cops wonder why burglars mouth is always open in surveillance footage but now they say they just discovered the unsettling truth during a routine traffic stop on may 2nd police arrested a man who was, a, who was suspected in at least 30 masked burglaries in the los angeles area according to kttv tv rock and prowl of inglewood 30 was stopped in beverly hills on a traffic violation and later charged with two counts each of burglary and grand theft as well as one count of vandalism. Prowl had been caught on video during other robberies outside of Beverly Hills and police were curious why he had always had a certain expression. It was odd this burglar's mouth was always open when seen on surveillance video. The Los Angeles Police Department said in a now deleted tweet, when he was caught breaking into another home we discovered why. He wasn't caught breaking into a home, which is why one suspect's the tweet was deleted but never mind since the reason people are talking about Powell doesn't necessarily have to do with how he was caught there's a little clue there as to why we're still talking about Mr. Powell because there he's he's a black man wearing a white mask he made himself look like a white man to put the blame on a white person he used racism seriously the dude used racism he might have gotten away if he wasn't driving a vehicle with a stolen license plate or wasn't in a vehicle that had connected him to other burglaries, including that face mask. According to a news release from the Beverly Hills Police Department, they'd responded to a burglary on the 1900 block of Loma Vista Drive on April 20th. After investigating, they determined the burglar had also been responsible for a July 20, 2020 burglary elsewhere in the city. So the dude was basically robbing people making it look like white people were doing it. Trying to change the narrative kind of sick why would you want to blame someone else for your doings well i mean i understand why he didn't want to get caught he's a crook he's a criminal still to bring race into it like that you see the kind of world we're in it's a world that needs jesus more than ever more than ever we need god to take back control of this world but let's get back to the topic at hand this craziness of bizarre world and let's get into another story Biden, I can't eat, I don't even like saying that name, uses Police Week statement honoring fallen officers to lash out at cops. This sicko. I mean, seriously. Just before National Police Week, the president seemingly just couldn't miss yet another chance to wrongly slam peace officers. In a statement Friday, two days before the start of National Police Week, President That Guy expressed gratitude to the country's fallen police officers and stated that his administration would work to support local law enforcement through the aftermath of the scandemic following in the footsteps of those who came before him. 
Yet as promising as the first part of his statement was, the president almost immediately used it to unceremoniously slam law enforcement. Just after declaring that his administration will work to ensure law enforcement has the resources and research tools they need to do their job successfully and that it would continue to bolster initiatives that protect our law enforcement officers' physical safety, Biden began to pontificate on the distrust towards law enforcement that exists within minority communities, a distrust that he effectively blamed on police. So he can't even own up to the fact that he's dividing people with his rhetoric. Little punk. This is the problems we're having, people. This is the problems. He wants to blame everyone else. And listen to what, what he said. <clears throat> this year, Biden said, we also recognize that in many communities, especially black and brown communities, there's a deep sense of distrust towards law enforcement, a distrust that's been exacerbated by the recent deaths of several blacks and brown people at the hands of law enforcement. Well, those people wouldn't have died if they would have done what they were told to do by the officer because they had done something wrong and they needed to quit resisting arrest. But he wants to slam them. He wants to vilify them. That way no one trusts them and they get attacked more. He double speaks. Do you see this? We'll get into that later this week. I'm working on that. Because these people double speak and they use symbolism that should be reverent to God to attack us. They use it against us and claim it as theirs. But yes, he's using doublespeak to blame them. Makes them sound all nice and good and everything, and then says, oh, y'all suck, y'all are racist, y'all just wanna kill black and brown people. No, that is not what they want. But Trump wrote something completely different last year. We must continue working toward a time when all people respect and understand the important work that law enforcement officers do. Unfortunately, our law enforcement officers do not always receive the respect they deserve. These brave men and women must operate in an environment where their moral and legal authority is constantly being scrutinized. They undertake the critical yet difficult task of addressing the actions of those affected by addiction, homelessness, and mental illness. You see the difference from Trump and that guy? Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Wow. Leadership versus weakness we need someone like DJT back in office don't we yes we do if you don't agree with me then oh well that's on you but we need someone strong in office not a statesman we don't need another statesman we need a leader that can unite people not a statesman that is gonna play politics because as you see right here we don't have a true leader and we have this statesman buy whatever you're being told to sell mentality with this guy and it just doesn't work really it doesn't it's making bizarre world worse and worse and is already pretty bad into 2021 just due to the craziness they gave us in 2020 i mean seriously it's getting crazier but we knew this happened it was told to us in the bible so we need to learn how to combat it. And that's what this is all about. To open your eyes up to it so we can combat it. I mean, and you know what? This is pretty good right here from Jesus' Calling. I don't like the way she wrote it because she made it feel like 
God was saying this directly to her, like is the Bible. But do not resist or run from the difficulties in your life. These problems are not random mistakes. They're hand-tailored blessings designed for your benefit and growth. Embrace all the circumstances that are allowed in your life, trusting God to bring good out of them. View problems as opportunities to rely fully, more fully on God, on Jesus. You know, I'm changing the way she worded it because we need to be reverent to God here. When you start to feel stressed out, let those feelings alert you to your need for God. Though, thus your needs become doorways to deep dependence on Him and increasing intimacy between you and God. Although self-sufficiency is acclaimed in the world, reliance on God produces abundant living in His kingdom. Thank Him for the difficulties in your life since they provide protection from the idolatry of self-reliance. That's the point we're at right now, aren't we? We need to quit resisting and running what's going on and put on that armor of God right now, don't we? So now I'm going to kind of give you an outline of what their plan has been. It's been this way since probably the mid-1900s. And, well, we know at least since 1938, if not since before then. Their plan was to brainwash us through the school system. Great job. They've done it for the most part. Next, you have to create division and hate between citizens, pump up race, riots, income inequality, religion, Whatever else you can use to divide. Coke versus Pepsi, McDonald's versus Burger King, whatever you can use. And use known Marxist groups to complete the objective. Think Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Because they will push it and push it and push it and get out in front of the media. They'll use celebrities that are known members. Think LeBron James, James Harden, think Russell Westbrook. They are known affiliates of Black Lives Matter. Well, we also know that DJT45 was their obstacle to completing their goal. So he had to be removed the only way they knew they could without causing civil war in America. They tried to assassinate him several times. They ultimately knew that if they actually achieved that, that, that America would just go berserk crazy on them. Seriously, we probably would. But they took him out through the election through the rigging of the election. And that's gonna come to light through Arizona. Arizona will flip everything, I'm telling you. Arizona will flip everything. I got that word back in November, at the end of November when I was sitting at home with the scamdemic virus. That I probably could have been back at work two or three days later with. But yeah, Arizona flips everything. So now, now what's the next step in their little plan? Well, you have to bombard the masses with fake news about this scamdemic virus, which is a biological weapon that our own government paid for. That news is coming out now. And trick them into taking a vaccine that's not really good for them, that no one's really doing research on. Remember, this vaccine is still experimental, so I'm staying away from it. Once they prove that you can take it, you won't catch COVID, and there won't be any other side effects, I might think about it, if it's not tied to a vaccine passport, or anything like that. If it's tied to a vaccine passport, no thank you. Now here's something else, and this is their next big agenda. Pay attention to it, because they're going to crash the banks in order to do it. 
and will crash our currencies to where we cannot afford anything to do this. This is all part of their little Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. Remember this. Promise debt relief in exchange for your property rights. And they're not talking about just your land, your vehicles, any gold or silver you have, guns, whatever you have, they want it. In exchange, you'll be put in a concentration camp, but they won't call it a concentration camp. They'll call it a city called government housing with universal income. In other words, they're going to give you a government job, put you in a government house, you're going to eat government cheese, and you're supposed to be happy with it. I don't know many people that would be happy with that. Because there will be no freedom. You'll be like treated like cattle. You'll be herded and pushed around. This is their plan. Sustainable development means concentration camp. Just think about it that way. They use different words that sound good that really have evil intentions behind them. But no one gets that. And then anyone that doesn't want to do this, who pushes back and says no, first they're going to take away all forms of communication. They're starting with social media. The mass exodus off Facebook and Twitter and all that. Soon you won't even be able to join one of them if you want to go back to them if you don't buy into their little system. Next, they're going to do take away your phone, anything else. They will do anything they can to get you to take this one world government like a champ. It's going to be like medicine to them. They think they're your God. They're not. There's only one God. He's Jehovah. He's the God that split the Red Sea for the Israelites. He's the God that Moses went and talked to on Mount Sinai and got the Ten Commandments. He is the God that died for our sins on the cross in the form of Jesus Christ. But these people think they're God. They have that sick Marxist communist ideology that needs to be done away with. The only way we do away with it is we get back to God. We get back to God 100%. No way around it. We get back in the Word. We stay in the Word. We follow the festivals as He called us to do. Because again, He said, point blank, He was not there to do away with the law, but to uphold the law of Moses. Not uphold the law of the Sadducees and Pharisees, uphold the law of Moses. Not all the stuff they added after Nehemiah, after Babylon, they just to uphold the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments, the festivals, that type of stuff. That's what Jesus was here to do at that point. Well, we didn't do a very good job of that, did we? Still not celebrating the festivals. We've allowed them to take over the Christian church. We're meeting on Sundays instead of Fridays. Because Friday night at sundown is supposed to be the day change according to the Hebrew calendar. But, again, we've allowed these people to take over the church for thousands of years. Well, those thousands of years are up. They're done with. It's time to have a great awakening, people. It's time to spread the word. You're the spark. The Holy Spirit is the accelerant. We need to move the fire block out the way so we can burn down the devil's forest and renew everything. It's the best way I know how to put it. 
Because you're the spark. You've got the Holy Spirit in you. You've got Jesus in you. You've got the spark in you. It's time to let just let yourself burn with the Holy Spirit outwards. Like a wildfire. That's what we need. And we need to take back everything that Jesus stood for. And we're going to get into that Friday. We're going to go over the symbology and everything else that's been stolen from the Christian church. From the Jew, Jewish church. And used by the leftist, Satanist, Marxist to divide us. Well, it's that time, y'all. It's time to get into some good news. So let's do this thing. Let's have some good news. So that guy wants to demonize cops. I say we praise him a little bit and we praise a charity that's actually helping one out. Charity will pay off entire mortgage for family of officer who was killed in the line of duty. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we should be doing. We shouldn't be attacking our police officers. On April 27th in Queens, New York, a man was struck and killed on the Long Island Expressway by an allegedly intoxicated driver. Officer Anastasio Sacos, 43, with the New York City Police Department had shown up to help with the previous crash and was standing next to his car when the driver hit him around 2 a.m. The driver also had a suspended license and sped off, but was later apprehended, authorities said. Killed by an intoxicated driver early in the morning, NYPD officer, police officer Anastasio Sacos loved his wife, two young children, and the city he was dedicated to protecting for the past 14 years, according to the Facebook page. Mother and husband had just bought a home the year before, but now wouldn't get to see his children grow up in it, and whether or not the family would even be able to afford it was in question. Sacco's brother Teddy said Anastasio's wife Irene was worried they would have to leave their East Northport home and start over again. She told me, what are we going to do now? Teddy said in a statement according to Fox News, am I going to have to move again? Someone's looking out for them. Frank Siller, chairman of and CEO of Tunnel to Towers had it covered. Tunnel to Towers has spent around $250 million since it was started 20 years ago to help veterans, first responders, and families of those who make the supreme sacrifice with housing and health care. Sacco's family certainly needed the help. Tunnel to Towers promised to cover the family's mortgage from there on out. That's awesome news. We thank you for doing that, sir. But that's what we need to see. We need to see more of that. That's excellent news. Out of tragedy, something good happened. Something great happened. These people aren't going to lose their house. That's the kind of news we need, y'all. And here's one about a dog. Y'all know I love dogs. Dogs are awesome. I don't care if you're a cat person. Dogs rule, cats drool. That's just how it is in my house. Even though my wife's a cat person. After living in an animal shelter for nearly a year, twice-surrendered dog becomes police canine. Gotta love this one, man. Many people who are charmed by the features of a particular dog breed but don't do their research or on its personality are in for a shock. The dog is often the one that suffers. Belgium and Lenal are one of those breeds. They're intelligent, streamlined, athletic, and powerful. Many people are impressed with their prowess but are completely unprepared for the amount of drive they have and the work it takes to keep them fulfilled. 
These dogs need a job, and if you don't give them one, they'll make one up at your expense. One dog named Arrow likely fell prey to that mindset and ended up at the Burlington County Animal Shelter in New Jersey, where he stayed for around eight months. He was adopted twice, but both times his new families found his behavior disconcerting and surrendered to him. One family said he wasn't getting along with their other pet, and the other family said he became too protective of one of their family members. Well, yeah, dogs like to do that. They love to be protective, y'all. Thankfully for the dog, one of the shelter attendants could see his potential and made sure to spend time with him. Their brains, especially in the Melanois, are continuous and when they are locked in the kennel, they go crazy, animal attendant Deb Bucci said, according to the Burlington County Times. After failed attempts to find a home for Arrow, Bucci posted about Arrow on social media where someone else recognized his potential. Angela Connor with Rescue 22 Foundation, a group that trains service dogs for disabled veterans, saw a law enforcement future for Arrow. And that was very unlikely that Arrow would be fit for a service dog, Connor said. I came in and evaluated Arrow and decided that a lot of the behavior that most people would find challenging was the exact behavior we're looking forward to develop, develop into police work. Arrow went to training with Rescue 22, and after a few months he found a permanent place with Officer Kyle Heasley, the Lower Southampton Police Department of Pennsylvania, where he has trained as a patrol dog and drug detection dog. So, again, bad things turn into something good. This dog got himself a new home and a new job as a police dog. You gotta love that. Well, if you enjoy the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Leave me a message. Talk to me a little bit. If it sucked, tell me it sucked. But y'all, y'all have a great day. God bless. And enjoy life.